VT Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, Mustard. Our other brother is still sick, should be back next week. And uh, this episode is brought to you by NVIDIA. Fuck your life and fuck your house. Who needs a house when you can game in 4K? Use code <laughs> customer service for 0% off. Zero. <laughs> All right. That was good. <laughs> that was good. I knew you'd like that. Anyway, so let's... You can game in 4K. <laughs> so let's... <laughs> Well, let's get let's get the wrap up started. Uh, so, what have you been consuming this week? What have you been gaming this week? Because we got we got lists. We got have, lists to go doing, through. Dude, I haven't really been doing much. I've been playing a lot of COD. Uh, played some yeah. Warzone. <laughs> I won a game in PUBG. Um, God, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I watched Cruella this morning. I did. Yeah. Um, hmm. Been playing a lot of Stardew with Miss Faith. <sighs> Um, a lot of Stardew Valley. That game is so much. That game is so perfect. It's perfect. It's a perfect game. I'm not kidding, dude. It's a great game. Um, yeah, we want. Yeah, we've been watching lots of Doc Two, lots of Doctor Disrespect because he's been streaming a lot. He streamed a lot this past week. Uh, and, well, I heard he's. Uh, I heard he's trying to start his studio. So that's what uh, he keeps, he's been saying that for years, though, man. <laughs> uh, well, oh, absolutely, absolutely worth picking it up on. Switch. Yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. So it's a fantastic game. Yeah, your your fiance's gonna love it. Every everybody everybody should like that game. I'm not even kidding. Like there's there's nothing that you can't like about that game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So we're watching a lot of Doctor. He he's he's been saying about his own studio for a while now, but um, he 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 uninstalled Warzone because on Monday he was back. Uh, in a tournament, and uh, the tournament was literally full of cheaters and stream snipers. Like, like every single game was ruined by a cheater or a stream sniper. And um, you could just see like the emotional toll it takes on him when he's trying to stream and trying to entertain. You know, like trying to trying to perform in a tournament. And um, yeah, it was pretty sad. Hmm. Over really overcooked is really good. Uh, sending Mister Black. Um, so what else is that it? Mm. Hold on, I know it did something else. <laughs> I watched another movie. What did we talk about? What movie did we talk about? Fear Street. Oh yeah, I watched I watched all three Fear Streets. Yeah, that was a fun one. I really liked that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it for me. So uh, let's see. I've been catching up on a lot of games uh, that I've never had the opportunity to play because I've always been on PC. Um, I got my first win and Ring of Elysium today. I um, started playing. I've been playing so many, so many games. I'm just like running down. Uh, and of wow. course, I had to. I had to because it's uh, it's kind of it's requisite if you have a Steam account. I bought a weird hentai game. I had to. <laughs> I don't care. I had to. Shame, sir, for shame. Every, everybody, for everybody, shame. Has, everybody who has a Steam account has one. No, I don't. Hold on before. No, I don't. <laughs> Maybe not on this Steam account. What? But, uh, the what? only one that came close was the fucking Colonel Sanders dating game, bro. It's the only one that's came completely <laughs> close, dude. <laughs> 
what, what, what were the words you never thought you'd say? I don't want to date Colonel Sanders, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched the Fear Street series. Uh, that was really that was that was that was excellent. That was incredible. <laughs> Uh, apparently we were wrong. Uh, the main characters in the original R.L. Stein books are not gay. Mm. However, mm-hmm. however, apparently kind of like what happened with Stephen King when, the, uh, he kind of just wrote it that way and didn't even know. Yeah. He didn't notice. Yeah. It was the same thing. Like when they approached, like, cause like when we were talking about it on the phone the other day, mm-hmm. I was like, what are they? I don't think they fucking were. I don't think they fucking weren't. I don't think they were. And you were like, I think they are. And I was like, I don't think they were. So like, while I was driving, I was like, I was like Googling this shit. I had, I had That's like smart. 30. Yeah. I had a 30 foot truck in, like, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nathan's hot dog scoop. Thank you for coming. Hey man, welcome in. Welcome in. How's it going? Uh, Cosmic Sin is god awful. Thank you so for coming. No, I can't trust them. Fear Street. Fear Street is incredible, and uh, yeah, it's another scoop. And yeah. um, I'm kidding. I wasn't. I wasn't driving. I was at. I was at a stop tonight. Then I was at my. I was at my next stop. Uh, the face fucking intensifies, Mr. Black. Yes, it does. Uh, for those of you not familiar, that's how Scoops sign off and kind of rec- recognize each other. That and salt pork. But um, All right. salt pork, yeah. Um, Chilling. So. Uh, Fear Street's yeah. awesome. Fear, yeah, Fear Street is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of happened like 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 Stephen King. Did. Like He didn't even realize that he wrote it like that, but he did. Mm-hmm. happened so when they were like well do you mind if we make these characters queer because you kind of were implying that anyways in the books R.O. Stein was like oh I guess I fucking did go for it do it yes <laughs> so I was nice. like see that that's me- representation it's representation. representation yes yes I good, loved it good stuff great stuff man I watched I watched the first half of Furious Nine or F Nine. Don't or don't, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me, dude. No, we're not talking about it. We're not talking. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, all right. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Okay, fine, fine. Let's talk. About it. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. You want to talk about like? Okay, what? so like, what? There is there, there there is a level, right? There is a level of suspension of disbelief. Where <laughs> you're just like I'm just curious. That's all. Where you're just like, this is stupid. <laughs> you know, it was written by a nine year old, right? No, but that's just it. That's just it. All right. So like, so like, so okay. Uh, no, no, the, let's talk about that for a second. The director. I know. I know. I know. I get it. Son, listen to me. Wrote several bits. Yes. Mm-hmm. The director's son. It was nine years old literally had a hand in writing this film yeah he, had, he wrote several bits several bits of the film um <laughs> so like okay so like the princess bride oh, right man. uh so like the princess bride carrie l's defeating andre the giant not fucking likely in real life no you know what i mean but it's the, the stories there so your suspension of disbelief is like yes the man in the black mask will defeat the giant that's what happens 
in this one in, in fucking F9, there's the there's one of the scenes that I think it's the first 15 minutes. I'm sitting here going, my fucking brain just got up and left. <laughs> My brain was like, my brain kicked the microphone away. I can't. No, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> it's similar to Cars too. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Black. Yeah, uh, Sonny Mr. Black says it was believable because the giant was friendly and deliberately didn't want to win. Yes, uh, and he makes that very clear. Yeah. Of course, um, you, that, that also adds to the suspension of disbelief. This, in... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's 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 talk about it. What 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 made you what made okay. this happen? Yeah. So the scene. Mm -hmm. I, I know you're not gonna watch it, and I know anybody who's who's gonna, no, watch gonna watch this it. isn't gonna give a fuck about spoilers. So in this scene, there's a guy in the center of a hole, and there's and he's surrounded by bad guys on the rim of the hole, and they're all firing down at him, and he has a bulletproof vest on, and he has an AK-47, and he starts just randomly shooting, somehow takes everybody out, is standing at the end of it, then the camera pans down to show that every bullet fired at him hit him in the vest. <laughs> And this was not a quick scene. This was not like, bra, bra, bra. oh shit, I won. No, this was like, okay, angle one, angle two, angle three, angle one, angle two, angle three. Oh, look, now it's over. <laughs> it was just good RNG. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miss Faith, for that. That's good. That's good. I'm just like, what? What one of these dudes couldn't take one breath just and pop that dude right in the fucking dome? No, dude. The only part of him that's un that's unarmored, like his arms, his his hips, and his dome. Like legs. one even the legs, you're not you gonna take do out much. The legs. You're not gonna do much because he can still operate his weapon. You want to incapacitate him. So you go for the hips. I'm pretty sure when somebody gets shot in the leg, it things change a bit. Of course, they change a bit, but he can still operate his is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, man. But, like, 20 of these dudes, 20 of these dudes, and it's all on the vest. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's family. Then, it's family. Then, the, the, vest, family. the vest was family. And then, a couple of minutes later, the same character... Uh, it gets blown up by a landmine and lives through that. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. That's the point I cut it off. I was like, I'm fucking done. But was I'm he done. family? He is family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it. Can't no, man, like, it's, it. it's become a meme like around a lot of streamers. Like a lot, of, a lot of YouTubers have started making fun of that family shit. <laughs> like, like even I was watching this zombie speedrunner. <laughs> he was he was making fun of it too. He was like, "As family, bro." I was like, <laughs> "You guys are family." <laughs> uh, I can't. It's become bro. such a meme, dude. It's become such a fucking meme. It's ridiculous. It's I love fucking it. Ridiculous. So, uh, so that that's what I've been doing. I've just been catching up with a whole bunch of games. Uh, War Warzone is god awful. It's trash. Um, mm. 
I want to minimize everything. Hold on. See what I got on my see what I got on the desktop here. Uh, so we played uh, Sea of Thieves. We played t- two minutes of Sea of Thieves. Uh, Doom Eternal. I played, I'm playing Star Wars The Old Republic because I never had access to it. Fallout 4. Okay. Uh, and Enlisted. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been playing. That's cool. Yeah, Enlisted's awesome. I mean, it's not the funnest game around, but... It's something to do when you're bored, in my opinion. No, it's a great game. It really is. Like I just, hate, is... I just hate the UI. I hate the upgrading system, and I hate the fucking grinding for every single little thing. And like I said, it reminds me of really Battlefield. Miss mm. uh, Faith says her favorite actor is in the movie. She might watch it. Go for it. Just, just leave your brain at the fucking door because <laughs> you're not going to need it. It's bad. It's so bad. So here's the, here's the thing. So we, <laughs> John Cena. I didn't. I didn't see who she typed. I can't see it. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. I'm gonna let Mustard decide, and I'll let you guys decide. Do you guys want us to do a formatted show like we've always done, or do you want us to continue in this freeform show uh, that we've been doing lately? I feel like we need to do. We can do. I would rather do a freeform show, but I, we do need to talk about some things. Well, we we have a list. And like there is there is certain things that we should probably cover. So that list is uh, the whole Activision thing. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, some stuff about the the Stream Deck, Steam Deck, Just whatever. <laughs> That's some Fast what... and Furious stuff. Nope, we're not talking about that. So. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty um, much the only two that I wanted to talk about was the Activision stuff and the Steam Deck. Yeah. In that case, maybe even yeah. Skyward Sword. Uh, I don't have anything on it, so I guess I, in I that mean, case I can, re- I can get a review. Um, I don't see why. Uh, in that case, right. I mean, like I don't, uh, I like, like usually this is how we start the show, but it's not. <laughs> it doesn't play. <laughs> So uh, let's go ahead and talk about this. Activision is currently being sued by California over allegations of frat boy culture and sexual harassments. The update is the president's emails, uh, president email staff following the lawsuit. So let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, and we're, we're going we're gonna to try to keep it light. We don't want to Yeah, go we're not going to go into details. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Black says I'm on the fence about Skyward Sword. Honestly, don't if you like you if you don't like the original game, no, don't get it, dude. You're gonna pay sixty four dollars for a fucking game that came out twelve years ago with barely any upgrades and was costed fifty dollars back then. Yeah, no. So <laughs> no, apparently, the last update for this was President J. Allen Brack has emailed staff at the company addressing the recent lawsuit, calling the reported behavior completely unacceptable and pledging to discuss issues with employees to help the company move forward. Mm. I don't... Mm. What? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know that stuff that happened that's bad? Well, I think it's bad. We're going to address it, though. Get fucked, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate this. I hate this lazy fucking culture of... You know, CEOs, when all this kind of crazy shit comes out about their company and they come out and make this like the half assed public statement of just like, we we'll don't talk about like it. that. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We don't like it. 
so I mean, I don't I don't see the letter here. It's not typed out. Let's go ahead and try to pull up the Twitter page because Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ! Somebody put the whole goddamn memo in. <laughs> Holy fuck! Um, here we go. All right. I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday, and I know you do too. The allegations and the hurt of current and former employees are extremely troubling. I know many of you would like to receive more clarity. While I can't comment on the specifics of the case, as it's an open investigation, you can. What? Celeste? Real quick. <laughs> I'm just going to address this real quick. Mr. Black's asking, is Celeste as good? I've never, I've never played it. I've never tried it. Um, but if it's a JRPG... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't hate on JRPGs. No. <laughs> hey, depending on the price, I mean, the, the hentai game I bought was 79 cents. So ha go at it. Like, depending on the price, it might just be worth the fun. Um, All right. Okay, here we go. It goes with saying it is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment that everyone should feel safe working here, whether or whether we are on campus at BlizzCon or working from home. It takes courage to come forward. All claims brought to the company are investigated by internal and when needed external investigators. We take these claims very seriously. Claims can be made without fear of retaliation. And many times I attend them, I attend to them personally, along with our other leaders. Okay, so if you attend to them personally, how the fuck is it shocking that it's coming out? Okay, hold on. Now. Hold on. Wait. Just wait. Okay. We have two companies tied into this. Two. We got yeah. Blizzard and Activision. Okay. So we don't really know which ones were the bad ones here. You know, like that hasn't really been discriminated because they're a joint company now. Right. So, like, this is from the president of Blizzard. The president of Activision is Bobby Kotick. We know this. He's a piece of shit. Right. So right. maybe this guy is actually being genuine and trying to you know, see what the situation is because Blizzard has also had their fair share of bullshit happen to them and they're kind of more prepared on the side than Activision is, in my opinion. Yeah. So let's let's take this with an open mind. Let's try not to let's try not to, to so what so what so what you're saying is that it might not have even reached him as yeah as owner. That it might yeah. have stopped with Bobby Kotick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have yeah. a point. You have a point. I just like if, if you're gonna say that you're taking personal responsibility for this then you know what i mean like like that that well, is let's that read is, the rest of it read the rest of okay. it okay yeah. stepping back when i talked to bobby uh, about taking yeah. this job one of the first things i mentioned was a reverend revered what the revered saint of brack household glorious steinem what okay well, let's read that again what's about this job one of the first yeah. things i mentioned was a revered saint of brack household glorious steinem growing up the value of women as equals okay so Okay, okay. Keep I have no idea what that means. Understanding the work that had been done for equal treatment and the fact that there was still much to do were common themes. This is just one of the reasons why the fight for equality is incredibly important to me with uh, people with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are all essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. A disdain, I disdain bro culture, and I've spent my career fighting against it. No, you haven't. No, you haven't, you lying fuck. No, you haven't. You know how I know you fucking haven't? Because the pro culture that is fucking cons and your own. Like, you didn't want to play with anybody else. You wanted to open your own. Fuck you. That's disingenuous as fuck. Okay. Nathan Hot Dog Scoop says, how many employees are in these companies? The CEO stepping on personally. 
seems more disrupt more disruptive than helpful. These well, this companies, is the CEO. This is the president. So these companies have upwards of three to seven thousand employees across the world, and uh, so this is this is the president, and he's saying that when he receives these types of complaints, he steps in personally and reviews them himself. However, uh, there seems to be a disconnect between Activision and Blizzard. Right. And so uh, his words so far seem to be indicating that. And Bobby Kotick is a piece of shit. He, he is absolutely a piece of shit. Oh, Nobody yeah. in the oh, gaming yeah. community likes him. No. He's been investigated so many fucking times, especially for this kind of shit, like harvesting a, 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 an unsafe and hostile work environment. That's why... Uh, um, what's what's a uh, respawn? What's the, yeah. what's their original name? Uh, Infinity Ward. I was about to say, wasn't it Infinity Ward? Yeah, yeah. That's why Infinity Ward literally left Activision and started respawn because hostile uh, work environment. Kodak was a piece of shit and mm-hmm. treated them like pieces of shit. Literally, so Mr. Black says, "Yep, it's dark." Not only that, an executive directly trying to fire someone over an issue before instead of helping. Mm-hmm. And Miss Faith says it's so much uh, more common than we think. Yes, yes, it is. And this is kind of what upsets me about this kind of like, oh, I'm stepping in personally. Right, take, right, right, right. Like, right. fuck I you, see. dude. I see, I see. All right. So iterating on our culture with the same intensity that we bring our games is imperative with our values acting as our North Star. This is some of the most important work we do, both as professionals and human beings. A company is more than a legal construct that exists, exists as a piece of paper in a filing cabinet in Delaware. All right, that's what? you know the guy who operates the Rose River Drawbridge on Delray and Jefferson. Fuck, Fuck him. him! Yeah. All right, <laughs> the people that work at the company make it what it is through their actions and creations. Each of us play a role in maintaining a place of safety for one another, and it is also up to each of us to continue to craft the blizzard that we want. This guy's grammar is kind of bad. And it co- is. And commit to doing our part in keeping blizzards gre- blizzard great, but always aspiring for more. The leadership team and I will be meeting with many of you to answer questions and discuss how we can move forward. In the meantime, I want you to know that you can talk to any manager, any HR partner, any member of the legal team, or to anyone on the executive team, including Hey JJ. No, wait, what? Uh, yeah. Hey J. Hey J. All right. If you feel more comfortable talking to someone outside of Blizzard or prefer to be anonymous, you can contact the Way to Play Integrity Line. Blah blah blah. I feel angry, sad, don't, and don't a they host. own Way to Play? I don't know. Doesn't Activision own Way to Play? I have no idea. I have no right, idea. We'll, we'll check. I feel angry, sad, and a, and a host of other emotions, but I also feel grateful to work alongside a set of leaders and thousands of employees who join me in their commitment to continue continuous improvement. Thank you, Blizzard. Well, I hate to break it to you, guy, but the HR people, the managers, and the executives are all the ones that are allowing this shit. So how do you talk to people that are literally not giving a fuck? Right. So yeah, this is right? um th- right. No, you're 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 completely right. And the thing is, is um honestly, I think this is all just fucking performative. I I, I think all of this is completely disingenuous. We're going to see a huge exodus yeah. from Blizzard very mm-hmm. soon because of this behavior. We yeah. have people on TikTok that were former employees of Blizzard saying that yes, this is who mm-hmm. you are. Yes. You motherfuckers can build. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming out, like a lot of employees and former employees saying, like, we're not going to let the corporate talk for us this time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them saying that. I am just, I am like, you you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, 
this, this seems completely performative. It seems completely uh, like like placating. You know what I mean? Sad. It's really sad, dude. It's really sad that this, that and, this um, happens. You know, and I and I hope I really do hope that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not counting on it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking counting on it. I really do hope that Blizzard means everything they say. Like we've seen, we've seen Activision fuck people more often than not. So yeah. I'm hoping that that Blizzard does what it says. I really what do. I feel, what I feel mainly sorry for, honestly, is the developers. You know, like the developers of Call of Duty and stuff, because because of the attachment to Activision and Blizzard, a lot of people are like sustaining from playing COD and like like uninstalling and stuff. When like it's the developers that suffer from that, you know, like they really do. Like Treyarch, uh, Raven, Demonhead, like Sledgehammer, they're all they're all tied to the same entity. So, like it's really fucked up for it all to go wrong and then have them suffer the most when they put in the most work. Like it's really suck. It's really shitty. And let's not and let's not forget. Bobby Kotick has taken so many fucking bonuses that it makes his it makes his standard pay uh, moot. Like, One hundred fifty four million dollars a year in bonuses alone. Uh, in bonuses alone, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. It is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It makes the whole thing moot, and I hate it. Yeah. And so this co- and that cocksucker has been under fucking investigation before for this type of shit. Like I said earlier, and so like none of this, none of this seems like it's going to go anywhere. And I hate it, Not but really. Not really. That's the way I see it. It's shed a lot of light, and it's probably going to help future actions. Like you know, but as of right now, I don't see anything happening very, very much. I don't. I don't foresee anything happening. Like so, either. what they they lose a lot of money. From oh, this yeah, like they can't this lawsuit like oh well yeah. you know and like like no matter no matter what our morality is you know what i mean when the next cod game falls or drops a bunch of fucking 12 13 year olds who have absolutely no investment in you know workplace safety or e- equality they don't give a flying fuck they're just gonna bug their parents for the fucking game well let's not forget that activision blizzard is just a publisher for cod it's not even a developing system or even a Management level, like Call of Duty, is their own fucking company. There is, they're their own thing. <sighs> they of. are, yeah. They do. They have their own esports teams. They have their own fucking yeah. marketing, PR teams, everything. The only thing Activision and Blizzard do is provide them a place to sell their fucking game. That's it. Well, that's a publisher, and they have a lot more say than we think. I mean, well, look what happened to, look what happened to, uh, um, Infinity Ward. Miss Faith says, "I highly doubt anything will change. They are tied to them, though. It still matters." Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, it does. But I'm I mean, I don't know. So let's move on from that though. Yeah, let's yeah. <laughs> so this is a Factor Five Superman game that was cancelled and we're talking they're trying to talk about it. I don't know what the fuck that video is. Uh Factor Five's cancelled Superman game, codenamed Blue Steel is one of gaming's bigger what ifs. Despite looking like a promising action game, like an early version of Marvel's Spider-Man but not open world, the game was shuttered following Factor Five's unfortunate closure. During the early stages, is oh I remember this. You remember this? I do. Yeah, somebody somebody to... uh, somebody posted this on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody posted this on Reddit, like a demo of the game and uh, how. Yeah, basically like that. Yeah. And the open the open code the open source code that they used for this was published, and they made a they made a. I think it's called generic superhero game on Steam, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I kind of want to click this, but since there's no audio shared, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, let's let's be honest. Many, I don't, I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of one successful Superman game. Can you? I've never even seen a Superman game before. 
<laughs> there's been several. There's been a lot. Uh, well, then that just that just tells you right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Space says that video was a new legend in Apex. Oh, somewhere. okay. All right. Yeah, we were playing Apex earlier. We were. We got what, what, second place. Dogs. We got second God, place. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was frustrating. Uh, so that's cool, but I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, right. yay. What What about it? Um, we could skip some of these, honestly. Not, other, not all of them are important. E like football, this, like like this one, <laughs> like yeah, this one. Who gives a fuck about that. Konami? Really, this game's on Steam Deck if it's big enough. <laughs> so let's this, talk about the Steam Deck. Let's get let's, into let's, it. Let's, let's talk about the let's fucking get into Steam, the Steam Deck. Deck, dude. So the Steam Deck itself was something I was considering getting just to piss off Mustard. Uh, <laughs> Miss Face says size well, matters. Not touching that. Uh, <laughs> And uh, for the for the price and for what they were offering, I was considering it because uh, it was going to run Steam and it was going to run Epic and it was going to even run Ubisoft at one point. They did a they did a quick demo of running our our success. Mm-hmm. So uh, you are just adamantly against it. You want to talk about why? Hmm, well, uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah, number one, um, Valve doesn't give a fuck about its products. It's been proven in so many other cases of hardware that have come out from Valve and never did shit. Yeah, you own a, you own a Steam Link. I do. Right? Do you? No. Oh well, there's a thing called a Steam Link, <laughs> right? And basically, it just allows you to project video in 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 other things like TVs and and uh, displays, and it allows you to like do it over the air and stuff like that well (laughs) it was out for a month and then steam decided that the software was not working for it because they didn't test it yes yes see look they have a steam link still yeah nathan's hot dog scoops uh says he has a steam link or they have a steam link i'm sorry Steam Link, um, Steam Link was was a gigantic failure in in Valve's eyes. They 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 got rid of it. They got rid of the software updating. They got rid of the development team, and they sold the damn thing for a dollar just to get rid of the stock. Wasn't it a dollar eighty? Yeah, it was like a dollar eighty. I remember. So that. then let's talk about the Steam controller, right? <laughs> no, oh my God, the thing with the two gesture things. That oh, that was so bad. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that, so fucking th- they bad. They sold it for literally like three weeks, mm-hmm. and then they just black marketed. Nathan Hot Dog Scoop says, "Yeah, I have that too." <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I'm so Nathan sorry, Dog Scoop, man. What? <laughs> Just putting Valve on his back, taking uh, their kids to college. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, he's, 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 he's the one that made Gabe's bonus. <laughs> like, Gabe knew to the sea and said to the rest of the board. He's like, if we sell fucking one, I get a bonus for this. And Nathan's hot dog scoop gave, <laughs> gave his fucking bonus for two, two times. <laughs> Not just once, but twice. We love you, Nathan's Hot Dogs. Yeah, man, Thank you awesome. for supporting Gabe. Yeah, shit, dude, you're supporting Gabe Newell. He's he's the man. Yeah, <laughs> doing my part. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then let's talk about the uh, what was it? I sent you something, right? You you sent me a Reddit post where it had like six fucking failed uh, field parts. I'm Hold not. On, I'm not give me one second up. here. 
Oh my god. The steam machines. The steam machines I almost bought myself, yes. That was and supposed then, to be the console killer. Do you remember? I remember that, yes. That uh, was supposed his, to be the console killer. Miss Face says his number one source Reddit. I know, I know. I don't get any other no, articles no, no. from him. I, I use I use Reddit for memes and jokes <laughs> and fun, okay? And hentai. But like, but, oh, shut, that's you, bro. You even had <laughs> the tab open one time, bro. All right. No, that was the source, remember? Look at this, look at this, look at this. Look, look, click that real quick and share with share with the people. All right, so it's just a Google link. It's something bad. It's just a Google Images link. Uh, copy link address. Hold on a sec. Like this is cool because like I can like like now I have money ever give to Bezos. <laughs> Nathan Todd Doug scoops is considering how much money I give to Bezos. I'm glad I gave a little to Gabe. You know what? We all a- give amen. money to Bezos, bro. Yeah, amen. We're all we're all on that we're all on that list. So this is that one on the right there. That's the Steam console, the Steam machine, right? And I was gonna buy this. <sighs> Let's just think for a second here. What <laughs> this really was, right? Bad, really bad. This was a compact CPU or CPC with a very bad APU that had a ridiculously bad UI. So let's look at this. It was an Intel Core i7, uh, 8 gigs of RAM, 1 terabyte HDD, NVIDIA Force GTX GPU. Yeah, it's a compact thing. It's a compact GPU. On on paper, on paper, this is great. Like, on paper, this this is a solid concept. Yeah, it's that's literally what it is. Nathan talks to a bad Xbox that can load the Steam Store. That's it. Yeah, yeah. With an incredibly unusable UI. Yeah, yeah. The UI on it was was just awful. Yes, software integration was just fucking terrible. And uh, it's it's like and like I said, on paper, on paper, these these are great. These are all incredible fucking stats, which is which is the main reason I was looking at it because I was like, on honestly, like these are great stats, you know. But the Steam OS there, that OS, that's your problem. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the main problem is the Steam OS. Guess what the fucking Steam Deck's gonna run on? Uh, Steam OS. Nope. Steam OS three point Is it Steam OS three and also, the price for this has gone up. It originally sold for five hundred dollars. So yeah, dude, the hardware was awesome, Mister Black. It really was. It really, really was. It was a great idea, but Valve just did not put enough time or effort into it. Uh, it yeah, and the and the thing is, is that you know, I, I we we all saw demos of this. Uh, if you were like like me and Mustard, who are are into this whole game news thing, uh, we all saw demos of it, and it ran Borderlands one and two, and it did great with the, with the cart with the current generation Call of Duty. They sold it at Walmart. They like did. the the higher end one was six fifty, mm-hmm. and uh, it had an HDMI port connected to to your existing stuff, so you didn't have to fuck with anything. It had its own controller, was USB uh, controller. <laughs> Yeah, it it uh, it was, and it didn't come with it. It didn't come with a fucking Steam controller. Remember that? That was one of the problems. No, it didn't. It was just it was just the console. No, it was just the console. Oh my fucking god! It was USB mouse and keyboard compatible. So all of this sounded fucking great, and then it dropped 
and all the people that got their hands in it were just like, I want my goddamn money back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally. And um, it was it, so. So let's did, take let's take a walk here. Let's take a walk down Valve's fucking tried and true uh, iterations of gaming renovation. Right? Let's yeah. let's let's go ahead and, and see our our scoreboard here. <laughs> None of it's good. None of it's exactly. Good. So why the fuck do you think the Steam Deck is going to be any different? I, I don't. I don't. I just wanted to it's get it to piss not, you off. It's literally not. It's not going to be any fucking different. Valve is going to pump a bunch of PR. It's going to pump a bunch of fucking um, marketing into it and all that stuff and and, and, and features and all this stuff. But th- when it's going to come out, people are going to use it and be like, this thing is ass. Yeah. And, then they're, and then they're not going to fix it. No. Because they're going to do what they always do and abandon it. They're going to abandon it as soon as the first bad review comes out. As soon as the first bad review, like somebody just goes, fuck this. I want my money back. And, you know, but you got it for free. I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want my 16 hours that I had to spend reviewing this back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, so, though. So I'm not, everybody I'm not really surprised. To, to pre-order the Steam Deck, everybody that's looking to buy one, just prepare to be very disappointed. You know what, though? I, I, I can honestly say. <laughs> I I can honestly say I have to I have to give it to them. They're doing more to stop uh scalpers than Sony. That's true. Than Xbox, than Nvidia. With the way the pre-orders and, and availability is working. Yeah. Yeah, you cool. have to you have to have had your Steam account for longer than 30 days. You have to have had at least one purchase in the last six months. And you've had to have had played at least like three or four hours. So you have all these requirements to be able to pre-order it. Like you can't just create a fucking uh, a Steam account and just go buy it, you know, scalper status. You have to have these requirements. And they're do they're that is that is so far better than Xbox, Sony, and Nvidia are doing, and the just just that concept alone, like I I, I wanted to support them, but I have no faith in this. <laughs> sixty four gigabytes of space, bro. Sixty four gigabytes of space, bro. You can't even fit fucking you. <laughs> Searching for something there. Can't fit Warzone on it for sure. You can't yeah, even well, get Warzone. You can't even fit Rainbow. You can't fit. You can fit a lot of weird hentai games on it. Shut the fuck up! It's a fucking <laughs> hentai game, bro. Oh my god, we get it. We fucking get it. Oh, they're only like two gigs. <laughs> uh, so Blake says you can't ask for more. <laughs> yes, you would. Can't ask for more. Uh, no, and we and that's that's just it, right? You know, like. We we always want to give everything the fair chance, but honestly, Steam has had such a long history of failures that it is difficult to go into this new generation and go. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll be worth six hundred dollars <laughs> at the base price for sixty four gigabytes. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> oh, and then it has the extendable SD slot, right? With the high speed. Re- no, dude. No. Miss Face says it can fit Dream Daddy. Can I don't I don't know what that is, but it, sure. It's it's a it's a it's a hentai game for girls. <laughs> yes, yes, Miss Faith. I'm with you. After a pointed departure from Steam releases in recent years, did I share the thing here? I did not. There's a button. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> shut up. Ubisoft might be reconsidering the platform thanks to Valve's recent new handheld announcement, the Steam Deck. In its quarter one earnings call today, uh, oh no. What? Ubisoft's CEO. Oh god, you can't pronounce his fucking name. I love what? it, dude. Get try it. Take a take a, take a jab at it. God damn it. Do I have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh well, I mean, okay, yeah. It's it's our it's it's our live it's, stream. It's the fifth live show. We gotta do it. Who <laughs> <laughs> some CEO? Eves Guimont, 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 yeah, Guimont. Hold on, wait, wait. Isn't, isn't Mr. Black? <coughs> isn't Mr. Black Canadian? Can you help me with this? <laughs> He's Canadian. I think he is. Mr. Black, aren't you Canadian? I need, I need help with this, man. I don't know. Like we've been doing this for two fucking what is, years. He's from I, the British part of Canada. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, he responded to an investor question about his thoughts on the Steam Deck by suggesting that it might spike spark fire. See, his whole name just fucked me up. Spark future Ubisoft game releases on the platform. We're happy to see the Steam Deck coming to the industry. It shows that it continues a flow of very innovative new hardware coming to the market. So we will look and see okay. how big it becomes. Okay. If, if yeah. it's big, we will be able to put our games on it. So he's literally saying, all right, if it sells more than a certain amount. No, it if does. it fucking works. If it fucking <laughs> works. If it comes out and it actually fucking works, we're good. Let's get it. <laughs> That's really mm-hmm. what it's saying. Right? Yeah. So let's see. Oh, oh the Division man. 2. I got to find that. Um you can probably want, find it for sale for like seven dollars somewhere on the PC. I want it. I need to. I need it. At the time, Guimont, 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 Guimont. All right. Uh, the guy said this was a <laughs> said this was an actual decision to direct customers to its own Ubisoft store, while also taking advantage of the better terms offered by the Epic Game Store, which only takes twelve percent cut of sales from publishers compared to Steam's 20 to 30, depending on how well a game sells. Mm. So, okay, so the, so, so the 20 to 30, that's misleading. And I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. So the 20 to, the, 20 to 30, um, Mr. Black just typed in French, and I have no idea what the fuck it says, bro. But I love you, Mr. Black. He says, yes, I live in Montreal, bro. God damn. I speak more German than French. <laughs> it's not that hard, dude. We oui. habite. It's like Latin for French. That's Latin for living, right? In Montreal. What the fuck? Well, come on, bro. Anyways, talk about your percentages. This, I wanna, this guy's name gives me a stroke, and you want me to look at that seriously? I'm not going to fucking end up on the floor foaming at the mouth on the live stream. Thank you. Anyways. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> he does live in Montreal. Thank you, Mr. Black. So Steam's 20 to 30 percent. The that comes only for really big publishers. Really big publishers such as Activision, such as uh, you know, Frostbite, and all, and all and everybody who does triple A games. That's what that 20 to 30 percent does. Smaller, smaller game developers, indie game developers, they usually pay between five to seven to ten, maybe even percent. Well, what the fuck is 
epic game. I mean, what the fuck is Ubisoft? They're a triple A. They're a triple A yeah. developer, so they're gonna include themselves in that camp. Yeah. So yeah. like that's that's not, I don't know. Like the way it's worded, it seems misleading to me. It's you know not what I mean? though. It's really not. It's really not because when you're dealing with this caliber of a developer or developing so- or developing company, like that's so you think, uh, so that's you think they're just they're just talking from experience. Yeah, that's about accurate. Because they do right. sell Ubisoft games on Steam. Like I bought yeah, Rainbow no. off Steam and all that shit too. So yeah, they're it's about right. So uh the Steam Deck is effectively a handheld gaming PC. Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, okay. What? He's helping you with the name. Oh, okay, hold on. Sonny Mr. Black says, it's like Yves Guillemont, sort of. Okay. Thank you, Sonny Mr. Black. I'm still probably going to have a stroke the next time I try to say it. Okay, Um, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, though. Thank you very much. Much love to you. Uh, Since the Steam Deck is effectively handheld, it's also worth pointing out that Valve has confirmed the Steam Deck will also be able to run the Epic Game Store, and other store and other PC storefronts. So all this could mean that Ubisoft continues business as usual. However, hold on, I got a oh, Guillemont. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now we won't have trouble anymore. I'm still going to have trouble. Guillemont's statement may indicate a shifting tide for future releases if the Steam Deck is successful enough. I'm not. I'm not really counting on it. And uh I do not blame I do not blame Ubisoft's hesitance to just throw in. You know what I mean? Epic Games is going in on it. I think uh also um Well they're not exactly known for their best fucking business decisions. Let's be Well, honest. they just they're kind they're like to be honest with you, Epic Games is probably one of the most open minded companies I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's what. Well, okay, so like I, I look at it as I look at it as a bad thing because they've lost so much money on, 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 uh, on, on new IPs or IPs that just don't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then look at the fucking bags of money they rake in every day from Fortnite and all the other fucking shit they do. You know, like well, I, I know and I get it. You know, some of these some of these pay off. They 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 took a chance. They took a really big chance with Fortnite. Fortnite became the most popular thing in the fucking universe. Did. They also took a really big chance with. Um, Apex and Apex became uh, the COD killer for a good couple of minutes. Epic Games did not do Apex; it was Respawn. And right. EA. Well, it was EA. EA and Respawn did Apex. Right. So I, I, I'm sorry, I got all these fucking things like mixed up in my head um, because of all the fucking things I've had to download. Uh, Mr. Black says his oh, fiance really? declined a translator job for them here. She works for a fashion company instead. Ubisoft. That's sick. That's hey sick. man. If 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 the if the job is not fulfilling like certain needs or you know if it's just a mundane job and go with what makes you happy. Like that's what that's what both mustard and I say. Mm-hmm. Like if no matter how good a job pays, if you're fucking miserable at it, it's not worth the money. Life is about happiness. Yeah. Uh, Miss Vance is suggesting Animal Crossing. We suggest Animal Crossing. I, I, yeah, that's a stamp of approval on our side too. So, but yeah, I, dude, the Steam Deck is gonna flop just like every other fucking Valve project ever, dude. Like, and if and if this somehow is different, then that means Gabe has no fucking hand in it. Yeah. Well, and uh, why did why did that open? All right. So, so and yeah, and so it's 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 a difficult place. And Epic Games, I. I I have to give them kudos. I really do because they've lost so much money, but they've gained so much money. But 
But in the end, in the end, I have to give them kudos for actually taking the leap of faith that it requires for some of these games to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. Like it, they, it, it takes a massive backing, mm-hmm. and they are one of the ones that does it. And so I have to hand it to them. Um, as for the Steam Deck, though, I don't know, man. I have I have no expectations. So you were literally uh, just trolling me about getting one. Well, of course. Okay, good. I, I didn't. I was gonna disown you as my fucking brother if you got one. <laughs> no, you weren't. Um. Anyway, so moving on from that, though. Again, I play the sound effect, but I don't. Uh, I don't think it. I don't know. If we you we heard it. We heard it. It's just not very loud. All right, I'll I'll add it in post. <laughs> fix it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. Never fix it in post. Fuck you. God damn it. So, um, I've been trying to make it louder, Miss Faith. I, I'm like, there's there has to be a certain shareability of audio. Just, just take off your headphones and like put your fucking like ear cup right on. Right yeah. No. Like- <laughs> so, uh, we know that Batgirl is going into full production. It's a new DCEU movie. Uh, Warner Brothers has casted in the Heights star Leslie Grace as Barbara Gordon, and I believe she is a black girl. And okay, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of backlash for this, and so far every nerd, every geek I have seen that talks about this is just like, what about it? It is it is it is a thing of tokenism. Well, everything with fucking Warner Brothers is. It tokenism. is tokenism. This is very much tokenism. But yeah, who gives? Like, who gives a fuck? So let's look up who Leslie Grace is. So this is who Leslie Grace is. Um. Okay. I don't know if she's a. Uh, hold on. She, she seems mixed, but I mean, who cares? She's Latin. Again? Who gives a shit? Uh, I, I hope that's her. I guess I should just bet Goyle. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shit set apart. Uh, the, shit, the shit side of streaming live is you guys get to see how often I fuck up a Google search. So it was her. Uh, so it's going to be a Latina girl playing Batgirl, and I don't care. Do you? No. Why would I? But, like, you know, let's, it, is, it is tokenism. Let's call it for what it is. So... Yeah, I mean, like, man. There's a Black Panther 2 coming out. Nice. There, There is a Black Panther 2 coming out, and a lot of people want uh, want, want the part recast. And right now, Marvel says there's zero plans to recast Chala, and uh, so we have no idea what's going to happen. The, the second movie is moving forward without T'Challa. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is said to be in talks to return as Killmonger, who did wear the who did wear the mantle of but he died. Black he's Panther. dead. He's fucking <laughs> dead. He's fucking dead. We've been over this. There is a death <laughs> on camera. On dead. We'll see. We'll no, see. dude, it's you're Marvel. the only one in this universe that's convinced <laughs> that he's not dead, bro. He's fucking dead. Um They'll do a uh, Johnny Storm and cast him in something else. Oh no. Look at um, Steve Rogers. Mr. Black says it was perfect in Black Earth Rising, so she'll be a fucking powerhouse. Like honestly, the, the, the problem we have with Warner Brothers is not the diverse casting. We don't have an issue with that. I think he's talking we about Black Panther 2. Well, 
and it has oh. Michelle Coel. Yeah, so we have a problem with the tokenism that Warner Brothers is attempting to do. Mm-hmm. They do not genuinely care about representation. Representation. No. They're just like, oh, here's a here's a minority person. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And that's just exactly what tokenism is. Like they're over, they've already started talking about recasting uh, Henry Cavill to having a, a black Superman. And as far as I know, zero people are on board with this zero people because it is tokenism mm-hmm. like instead of there there is a black superman there's several black superman so instead of making a movie about them they're going to recast clark kent as a black person nobody i know even nerds of color that i know who are the most woke people are like that's stupid and it shouldn't happen cavill cavill is he's a perfect he's perfect okay? he's fucking perfect he's like He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. Great Superman. Um, great actor. Great. Team. So I'll, I'll tell an anecdote without getting story. without getting you know. Oh, I'm gonna lawsuit. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, so <laughs> the other day, my girlfriend, my girlfriend calls me and she's like, "I had a weird fucking dream," and uh, I was like, "Okay," and uh, she was like, "I dreamt you cheated on me." And I was like, okay. And she goes, but it was with a guy. And I go, was it Ryan Reynolds? She goes, no. I go, was it Henry Cavill? She goes, no. And I'm like, okay, then it it didn't happen. Then your dream is unrealistic. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. No, you forgot. Was it Nick Cage? No, that's you. <laughs> I listen. I, I was like Ryan Reynolds. No, Henry Cavill. No. Okay, then it didn't fucking happen. Your dream is completely un- <laughs> unrealistic. She says it was some random guy, and I'm like, no, no. That's funny. <laughs> I'm like, unless it was Henry Cavill, unless it was Ryan fucking Reynolds, unless like I got, I got, unless it was Jonathan Davis. No, didn't happen. Sorry. Your dream is unrealistic and uh it is written off. <laughs> yeah, I, can't wait for, I can't wait for the Witcher season two either. Sorry, I'm just suggesting Mr. Black. Yeah. He, um so we'll have the Army Hammer. And let's not Arnie, talk about Army Hammer. We're not bro. talking about Arnie Hammer. No, that's that's a whole other I, I think that's I think that's TOS right there. Yeah. We do like we do love DC, Miss Faith. We do. Uh, oh we do. well I we do love DC. We just we do not like what they've done with the movie. But I mean, the only one that I really like is Batman, bro. Like that's not true. You love soups. I don't love soups. Yes, you do. I appreciate him. You love Oliver. Green Arrow. I know. I no. I don't. You also you also like the Green Lantern. Okay, yeah, and I like Barry too. Barry's pretty cool. And Barry, Barry, I love Barry. I love Barry. Okay, so we I'm, do. I'm, we I'm, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like DC. We but love DC. DCU though, or DCEU. Yeah, what they've done with the movies is horrific. I mean, like my favorite character of all time is literally on my wall, and it is the Joker. And uh, also back here, there's like so many Joker pops. Should I put a light back there to like show off my pop collection? I'll let no. you guys decide. No. Um. Mr. Black says I had so much hope for Aquaman. Everybody did. <laughs> Everybody yeah, had hope yeah, for it. And it was just garbage. Just, uh, we're, we're still not talking about Arnie Hammer. 
No. <laughs> uh, another spy movie with uh, Cavill. I, I would love another Mission Impossible with Cavill because that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nathan's hot dog scoop is fucking with us saying Green Lantern was a great movie. <laughs> Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> they keep fucking their franchises and let's honestly ask, let's ask ryan reynolds we'll go ask ryan yeah so yeah so like like i don't know it just i i thought it was a funny story that my girlfriend was like you cheated on me with and i'm like henry cavill ryan reynolds jonathan davis <laughs> if, if it was if it wasn't them it didn't happen Nathan Hot Dog Scoop says, I will die on that hill in my grits. You know what, Nathan Hot Dog Scoop? We're not not coming for you, bro. Your opinion is your opinion. All right. (laughs) And we respect your hill and your ability to die on it. We love you for that. Uh, (laughs) But, but yeah, I'm not – anything the DCEU does, I am just not – I'm just not very happy with it. You know what I mean? Like I, I am, they're, like, they're just not good. Everything they've done after they got rid of Zack Snyder has been a disaster. Yeah, yeah but you know, even even Zack Snyder, I, I've already told you how I feel about that. He's, well, I think he's an overrated pers- director. You have personal issues with him. No, it's just like he he came out with you know the 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 Snyder cut of of Justice yeah. League, and it was great. It was it was it was good. Cleared a lot of stuff up. But then Army of the Dead happened, and I'm like, man, you really are one trick pony. <laughs> I well, and we talked about that. And we talked about the, the the budget restrictions and having to recast and literally CGI somebody into it. So there's there's a lot of things that might have happened. We don't know until Netflix. But that has nothing to do with the plot lines. That's nothing to do. It, with it does because we talked about the idea that the pilot's role seemed written for a guy, and that might they might have had scenes where they just literally it's physically impossible. To CGI on that character out, they they might have had scenes with that character involved. I'm fixing my eyebrows uh, with that character involved that, that they just couldn't make work with uh, a female actor. Bruh, they couldn't, they couldn't that's do it. That's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about the whole fucking robot zombies. Yeah, I'm talking about the zombie fetus. I'm talking yes. about the blue electricity veins in the zombies. Yes. That is, those had nothing to do. I'm sorry, I punched my microphone. Those had <laughs> nothing to do <laughs> with <laughs> this fucking movie. <laughs> had nothing to do with the characters and the CGI in. Like it had nothing to do with that. The whole fucking plot lines of the movie went nowhere. Well, sort of. Yeah, no, no you you no you no you're right. I I'm saying sort of in the idea that it might have had something to do with recasting, but we'll never know. We'll never know until no, Netflix doesn't talk dude. about it. All I know is that the Zack Snyder cut for <laughs> Justice League was in the vault, and I thought that was hilarious. How the fuck uh, okay, how the fuck do I say that? Remember what I said? I was like, it's like they were in a dark room with like five whiteboards on the walls, and like they were just fucking blindfolded and they said, All right, throw as many darts as you can. And like they just had a bunch of random plot lines on the fucking whiteboards. Yeah. All right. What do we got? What do we got? What do we, got? we got zombie. We got zombies. All right. Well, that, yeah, that's, yeah. A well, yeah, that's, that's a given. Uh, what, what's this one? Robot uh, zombies. How are we going to? We'll make it work. Uh, what's this one? Fetus zombies. Fuck it. Throw it in. Uh, what's this one? Super zombies. Su- wow. 
Okay, so this is an episode of fucking Star Trek from the 1960s. <laughs> exactly. That's that's literally how it seems like the whole movie was written. And who, who are we gonna get? All right, we got we got we got action stars. Hold on. That's the B list. You got the B list. You got the Ooh, B list. Right, right, well, you know what? I'm not throwing again. I'm not throwing again. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Been here for six hours. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's exactly how the fucking movie felt as watching it. Like, literally, uh, like, you're just throwing shit. All right, here you go. You take a little bit of that. Oh, here, here, but... <laughs> Miss Face says one of the worst Marvel movies she's watched is Spawn, but it's still one of her favorites. I don't think Spawn is Marvel. I think that's Dark Horse, isn't it? <laughs> to, to the internet uh nathan hot dog scoop says tv2 so tv as far as dc oh, goes no he's not he's, he's part not. of the part of the image universe so image and dark horse which yeah. bought image yeah um no that's fine miss faith it's just one of those curiosity things we're not trying to like call you out or anything it's just one of those like Wait, did i fuck something up in my head uh so, <laughs> so as far as dc goes with tv they have the animated were, series are perfect. Yeah, the animated series are great, but like when it comes to the fucking TV thing, they run out of budget and they run out of ideas so quickly. It's it's amazing. So like I used to watch The Flash and I loved The Flash, but I, after Zoom and after the Reverse Flash, they were just like I don't know what to do now. I don't, I don't. Let's get the telepathic gorilla and the goddamn shark. <laughs> Just pull them out. Come on, pull them out. Get them. Get them what? What are we gonna do with them? Fuck if I know. Let's 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 do it. Uh, <laughs> you know they had they had uh, cheap versions of Slade, and you know so like yeah, like like. Hopefully and then, the next Suicide Squad's better. Hopefully, right? yes, hopefully, yes. there's a new trailer out. We don't care. Yeah. We don't care. So Supergirl also was the one that I started watching. And once again, yeah, they just they just ran out of they ran out of ideas so quickly. It was like, hold on, we got Martian Manhunter. Here, have Martian Manhunter. Alright, so what are we doing with Martian Manhunter? Fuck him, I know. He's uh he's there though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like come the fuck on, dude. Like, do something, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah, DC is just in shambles it is it's in shambles shambles. and maybe it's just coincidence that they got rid of Zack snyder and it started to fall apart maybe it's just coincidence i'm pretty sure i i I, I like to think it's not so uh let's go ahead and go into this though wayne dwayne johnson confirms that he's not going to be in the next couple of movies and that includes another hobbs and shaw uh apparently him and uh diesel were just they're just, just not getting along uh they say well, yeah, that they, they literally gave Diesel the fucking complete like franchise, like right? Well, sort of. He's he's a producer on it now, like an executive producer. Yeah, and it's just like he turned his back on fat. You see, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, dude, it's a fucking meme. Yeah. It's getting around. It's getting around. Family. <sighs> So they say they ended their feud back in 2019. It doesn't mean that the Luke Hobbs actor is returning for Fast and Furious 10 or 11. I can't believe they already have 10 and 11 planned. That's just nuts to me. Mm-hmm. Despite ending the feud, it seems recent comments from Diesel have opened up some old wounds. 
And Diesel recently said he was just showing Johnson tough love. I think it's and, just me that doesn't. Oh, no. Tatted Up Girl says, I think it's just me that doesn't like these movies. Tatted Up Girl, welcome. <sighs> welcome to the chat. But you're. And no, Gibby. That, that is. Whew. And Gibby. I, I, I hate these movies. Gibby says. <laughs> Uh, no, Tatted Up Girl, you are not the only one. Mustard hates these with a fucking vengeance. And I just got talking about watching F9 and turning my brain off because I couldn't I couldn't keep watching it. Dude, I've left the Discord call mid-recording because talk about this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Several times, yeah. Several calls, yeah. Uh, Mr. Black says, I refuse to watch these based on the trailers. Nobody nobody in this podcast is mad at anybody that's for a, refusing to watch these fucking movies. smart man right there. Yeah, smart man. <laughs> uh, Gibby just messaged me and said, "Bring me in, coach. I can score a touchdown." Uh, I think he wants to join the call, but uh, sure, why not? We're only uh, gonna be alive for like another fifteen minutes. Twenty. Minutes, uh, we're we're gonna be going for another twenty minutes or so. Yeah, sure. Bring him in uh, if you want to, Gibby. Uh, get on Discord. I'll uh, I'll send you the link real quick. Uh, hold on a sec. Copy that. Until a transformer shows up in a trailer, I'm passing. <laughs> Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah, That's you know. Funny. I'm yeah. sending you the link on Discord there, Gibby. So if you want to join, go ahead. Uh, what's it called? And the, and the thing is, is that there was actual talks of a crossover with Transformers. Nathan hot dog scoop, no mm-hmm. bullshit. And there was also a GI Joe crossover talk, talking. Talking. So, but they went with Rocket League instead. They went with well, I mean, cars, <laughs> cars, cars, you know, family, family. Um, cars, and family. So, uh, the actor said that uh, that he wouldn't be returning for the final two mainline Fast and Furious movies. Uh, he said, I laughed and I laughed hard. I think everyone had to laugh at that, and I'll leave it at that, and that I've wished them well. I wished him well on Fast 9, and I wished him well uh, on Fast 10 and 11, and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do uh, that will be without me. So he's taking the high road here. I don't know. Right? He's taking the... He's taking the... Good luck. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I don't. I don't know. Like, like this is such a difficult place to be, as far as because okay, so like, like, like old Twitter beefs and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you can look at it one way or another. However, <clears throat> him saying that he's like, ha ha ha, fuck you, I'm, I'm gone. Like, he has a con a contract already. We know he has a contract with Hobbs and Shaw. So mm-hmm. when is the next one coming out? Then, you know, I don't know, man. If it even does. Uh, Mr. Black says, Jungle Cruise, that's the rock movie I'm pumped for. We're curious, and here is Gibby. Gibby, you are live. Hey, dude. Hello. What's up? Just got home, and I decided to hop on and bother you boys. Nice. Oh, no, we, we love having you on. Even though the stream is titled uh, No Special Guest. But here we go. I know, I'm Audible. a special guest. I mean, just throw me on the co-host spot. What happened to your hair? Well, I did the uh, American thing and took clippers and shaved a bald. Okay. <laughs> mostly, be- mostly because I was trying to trim up the good old beard and then all of a sudden went a little too high. So you did the, yeah, fuck. Yep. No, that's the exact thing I did. No, right? then you just, you know, you think like trying to fix the other side and you're just like, stop. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially the mustache. <laughs> the mustache is my like worst enemy. So I'll try and cut it. And then, you know, I got like half here, full here. I mean, I could go out looking like that, but that's a pretty damn bold fashion statement. Yeah. No, don't do that. So Hobbs and Shaw, he says that even right now, that's in question. And I, I did see Hobbs and Shaw and it, it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't bad. It, like but it wasn't it was, good either. It wasn't fucking good either. It was just it was just two big action guys chewing the scenery, and uh, honestly, I didn't. I, I honestly didn't mind it. Uh, I've seen much worse produced from that fucking series than Hobbs and Shaw, so you know it's. Um, I really didn't mind. I, a I really nine year old, mind. a nine year old, a nine year old yeah. helped write the movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wait, what? The director's nine-year-old son wrote several time. several bits of the movie. Oh. Has writing credits. Oh my god, that is that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. No wonder so, uh, I didn't watch like much of it. Like I tried, <laughs> I tried watching it so hard. Like I focused. I even put like all my attention halfway through. I said, "Okay, I'm either going to finish this or I'm going to do something less important to make it feel like uh, I've accomplished something here." So you did, you did what I did. You, you got to one certain scene and you were just like, I'm fuck this. Yeah, it's like, I can't, I can't. I need to feel like I'm doing something with my time and this ain't it, fam. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the chief called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah, I think I stopped watching after Tokyo Drift, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I went and saw Hobbs and Shaw because I had that movie pass thing, right? And so you're allowed to see like three movies a week with that. And I remember it was that it was that weekend or that week that it came out, and I was just like, "There is nothing open, so why not? I'll, I'll go see. I'll go see Hobbs and Shaw." And we watched it. Me and me and my girlfriend. She likes big dumb action movies. Everybody fucking does. And this was that. This was if like done if they're done right. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, this was like just not not every big action movie is good even in act people who like action movies minds like they see it and they're like mm, okay that one was even that was dumb for me <laughs> yeah yeah and uh you know it's it's um so like i remember i remember we watched it and i was just like eh, it wasn't bad it wasn't good and it was it cer- certainly wasn't fucking fast and furious so uh you know idris elba you know being the main bad guy and that was really awesome uh but like all in all, the movie just in itself wasn't wasn't as bad as the quality that the Fast and Furious series has become. Like even even the gimmicks in it were like there to be laughed at. You know what I mean? Like like there can, were. Can we move on? <laughs> I feel like we're getting an elevator pitch for this Hobbs and Shaw, and you are just bombing the entire thing. I because it's because it's not a good movie. Can it is not it? a good movie. Roll it. Let's move on. Just all right. So we, let's we, just... we talked about this. Netflix will focus on mobile games and won't charge an additional fee for them. And we talked about this, I think, last year when this was first pitched. And we all said they've already been experimenting with this. The Stranger Things game that came out on your mobile. Mm-hmm. There's also several ones that came out on mobile. They came all from Netflix influenced stuff. Uh, Smite also has a Stranger Things tie in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Witcher got a got a tie in for a couple of mobile games. Even uh, Rage Shadow Legends had a couple of Netflix tie ins. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things also had a Dead by Daylight thing too. Also, 
So uh, this is this is something we talked about a while ago. But let, I mean, let's let's see, let's see what this says here. Mustard, go ahead, man. Netflix has revealed more about its plans to branch into games, including how the subscription service will not be charging members an additional fee to play games once Netflix begins rolling out products in earnest. Netflix also revealed that in its early stages, the company will be focusing on mobile games. In the letter to shareholders ahead of its quarterly financial earnings, Netflix has dedicated a section to speak more about its gaming venture. Last, uh, last week, Netflix confirmed that it hired veteran video game executive Mike Verdu to become the new <laughs> vice president gaming game develop game developer in Netflix. Verdu. Well, how come they can do that, Mike but not the other guys? I mean, dude, like mobile games has literally been proven to make up sixty percent, sixty-seven percent of the revenue of all-around gaming in the world. Yes. Like it is yeah. actually the the most profitable what? platform of gaming there is yeah. to date. It beats well, I mean, it's understandable how easy it is to spend money mm-hmm. instead of having well, to like go get your credit card and just, go find it. Phone, yeah, you, you just set that up, boom. Just yeah. how portable it is. You could just take this bitch anywhere. Like, yeah, like it, it's ridiculous because we didn't we never had this before. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we we sort of did in the PSP, the PSP Go, uh, the PlayStation no, that's, Portable. No, that's handheld gaming. It's different. It is different. Mm. Mobile gaming is literally on the mobile phone. I, okay, when I hear mobile gaming, I'm thinking of like the game can be mobile, not like mobile as in your mobile phone. Well, no, because I mean the way the way I what I think of when I hear mobile gaming, I think of games like Clash of Clans. I think games like uh, like mo- mobile apps that are in app stores like that, like Angry Birds. Yeah, shit like Angry that. Birds, yeah, and like and like PSP, uh, DS, and all them. Like they had their own proprietary gaming developers, like Sony and Nintendo. Like which those big companies would not have a hand in mobile games. They have they have tried, but like it didn't. They didn't do very well. Yeah, because right. I think the last mobile game that Nintendo did was that Mario Run. Yeah, and it was a monthly subscription. Bomb. Yeah, because it was a subscription. It was a subscription service. You had to pay it's also for Temple Run with Mario skins. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. pretty much. And it says here, according to Netflix, the streaming company says it views gaming it views gaming as another content category for us, similar to our expansion into original films, animation, and unscripted TV. Netflix has also added that when games do launch on the platform, it will be included in members' Netflix subscription at no additional cost, similar to the films and series. While Netflix didn't announce any concrete titles or games, the company says that it's building on top of its earlier efforts around interactive shows like Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and the many Stranger Things games Netflix has published. Uh, I girl. Yeah, well, that, that's what Bandersnatch was. Yeah, Bandersnatch was awesome, dude. It was it was creepy it too. Was it, it, wicked, it, yeah. It had it had a it had an eerie fucking vibe, dude. Oh, the whole time, right? Yeah, it, just, it was it pretty creeps. strange. Yeah. Uh, Tidy Up Girl says, "I love my PSP." I love it. We all did. it was an awesome system. Like, there's no yep. arguing that it, it was great. Yeah, and that's so true. And the, also, games, the games for it were trash, but we still had fun with them. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and also just whoops, that's the wrong button right there. Uh, also, just you know, the titles that came out for it, they didn't have a siphon filter for the first one. They did have several Metal Gear Solids for the first uh, for the first one, so it, it kept us all entertained. Yeah, SSX mean? tricky for the first one, dude. Oh, yeah. dude, I remember that. I remember yeah, you got yeah. you got car sick playing that one day. 
I did. Yeah, we were on our way. We were on our way to Puerto Pinasco, bro, or, or like somewhere around there. And like, or yeah, that, I was trying. Uh, to... Oh, whoops, sorry. No, go for it. What's up? Or that uh, terrible Jack and Dexter game they made. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They also but... had a Hot Shots Golf. Yeah. I used to play that. Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, that dude. was nice. Yeah, it's fun. End of God of War game. That's right. Tied it, tied it up, girl. So no, finish telling about you throwing up playing SS. The, the, that's SSX tricky. <laughs> yeah, was... dude, because it was a snowboarding game and we were in a car. Like I did get a little car sick, <laughs> like staring at something like two inches. The, you know, I was a little kid. You know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But it was funny how it went. Like it was funny the di- This this was the dialogue in the in the in the back seat. I remember because I was I was in the back trying to sleep, and my the way my dad drives, he hits every fucking bump in the word in the in the road <laughs> possible. Yeah. So th- this is the dialogue I hear from the back seat. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my mom's like my mom's like Make that out of the window down and I'm like I'm in the back fucking seat what do you want me to do so some so, so uh mustard gets the window down somehow and just dry heaves for like 10 minutes rolling down the road with his head out the window just so this is a true story. <laughs> so like he wasn't allowed to play that fucking game anymore. So it, it's, it's the here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what get that's what's getting I was me. like I was like six or seven, dude. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were really young. I was really fucking young. <laughs> oh my god. It was it was just it was just hilarious. It was one of the it was one of the funniest fucking things because I'm I'm like I'm in the seat behind him. So like I can't like reach over there, you know, like and, and roll it down. So he's he's just sitting there with his head out the window just the whole time. And there's like classic rock playing. There's my mom and dad talking. I'm trying to sleep. My other brothers are trying to sleep, and there's just mustard. <laughs> it reminds me of a scene of like a really bad '90s movie. That's all That's I can think. It was. About. It was. It's it's was. It was. This is actually what it was. Yeah. So this is something we've all been waiting for. District 10 will be based on a topic in American history, as if the first one wasn't already based on something that took place in South Africa many years ago. Uh, it says here it took a decade to figure out to come up with a reason why to make the film as opposed to just making a sequel. And you know what, dude? Honestly, with Neil Blomkamp, I am okay waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm okay waiting. Like there, there is something about this fucking dude's movies. I am just, I am fine, dude. Like the last Except one, A-team. Would... huh? Except A Team. A Team was pretty bad. Fuck you. That was great. All right. Fuck you, bro. All right. Anyways. The... Gibby, did you see the A team, the new one? The what? So I've been. I'm trying to figure out if District Ten. Like I was, I was kind of reading the article, and I was trying. My brain was trying to figure out if this was a like a sequel to District District Nine. Yes, it is. So yeah, yeah, the new A team. What the hell is that? Moving on. Director Neil Blomkamp. He hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen <laughs> no, it. No, <laughs> I, I didn't. What? What's eighteen? Is it a movie? Is it a show? Eighteen. Eighteen is. Oh, the eight. I thought you said eighteen. No, dude. The As 18. in the number, no. the eighteen. No. Yes, I did. You saw, you saw the, the, you the saw remake. The yes, yes, yes. It was bad, wasn't it? Eh, eh, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was a movie. 
that shit that's that's how i'm going instead of good or bad it was pretty much like a tv show that was fair enough oh so cheesy as shit okay yeah yeah it was yeah and and i loved it and uh, charlotte copley and all the other people that were involved in it were great, including Liam Neeson. Uh, so director Neil Blomkamp says that District 10 takes cues from a topic in American history that has taken so long to make because of his search for a topic worth depicting in the sci-fi sequel. Uh, speaking to IGN specifically, oh, hey, there's an IGN exclusive. They're finally not fucking third-hand reporting. What website are you on, dumbass? IGN. Uh <laughs> Uh, after Blomkamp announced he's joined the developer, uh, the game developer, Godzilla, to make a multiplayer shooter, uh, the director touched on his recently announced sequel to 2009, District 9. In February, the director announced that he, Charlotte Copley, hey, Charlotte Copley's coming back, and Terry Tatchell were working on the screenplay. And it seems that work is continuing at a good pace, which is what that means. That script continues to be written. It's looking good. It took a decade to figure it out to come up with a reason why to do that rather than just making a sequel and once again i don't care i'm good with it thing? like if you're making district 10 following district 9 wouldn't that just be like a sequel well okay like, I so don't know what that phrase he was trying to get there was yeah so like district 9 dealt a lot with apartheid than happened in south africa and so there was, uh, you know, like with Johannesburg and all that other stuff. So there was a lot of sticky stuff that came with it. Even, even the, even Charlton Copley's uh, Vickis was very indicative of people that lived in Johannesburg and you know places like that. And so it was a very, very heavy-handed movie. And the idea that Peter Jackson was involved with it, the idea that there was such a budget involved with it because of what happened with the Bioshock movie. Uh, it was a surprise hit. It was a direct result of the Bioshock movie. As a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's face says, I watched District 9 in theaters as a teen, and when I went back, I went in baked as fuck, not knowing what I was about to watch. Very interesting night. Uh, I remember watching it drunk, and... Uh, I took my dog with me to the theater to watch it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I had just gotten a new puppy, and like we had no idea how to take care of it. Like We didn't know who to leave it. At, like We had nobody to leave it with. So we just said, fuck it. Put like it was such a tea, small chihuahua that we just put it in the purse of my mom and then like Who covered it? its covered this Perita. Covered her, yeah, covered her ears whenever the loud scenes came on. Yeah. Um yeah. Cool. we all have interesting stories for District Nine, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Gibby, <laughs> what about you, man? What about you? You you've seen District Nine. I know you've seen District Nine. I have seen District 9, but my focus was not 100% on the movie. That's where I'm going to leave that right yeah, there. Yeah, see, interesting stories all around here. We it, w- it was happening. I did catch bits and pieces. I, I'll make that abundantly clear. It's a beautiful movie, though. It is. It is a great movie. Well Very written, heavy-handed. Well shot. Yeah, dude, extremely heavy-handed with a lot of a lot of political undertones. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I can honestly give District 9, and I really can't give any other movie that's tried this, is going from a found footage seamlessly into an into a third-person narrative. Yeah. No other movie has been able to do that as seamlessly. I mean, uh, Close Encounters, remember that? That really cheap one that came out on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, or Supernatural Encounters. What the fuck was it called? You know which one I'm talking about, though, right? The ghost yeah. one? Yeah. It's the same so, premise. Yeah, it's the same premise. Like they tried to go from a found footage to an, uh, a third person. Uh, quarantine movie. also did that pretty well. Quarantine, qu- quarantine. No, no, okay, okay. The Spanish version did record, record, record. record yeah. yeah, record did it exceptionally well. So there's literally yeah. two movies 
and this whole genre of going from uh, found footage to, you know, a, a third person that has done it right. And I like, like I, I love the idea of that, right? So, like, in record, when you watch it, you can feel the transition. Like, you can watch it happen. And in District 9, you don't feel it. It's just such a natural progression. So, I don't know. Maybe that was Peter Jackson. Maybe that was Neil Blomkamp. I don't know. Sounds like uh, so, you need to watch this and actually pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we understand it was your first experience with another guy, but you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Fair. Um, Give me some credit here. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, you've seen Quarantine, though, right? No. Nope. I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, we'll don't watch it. it. Don't watch it. Watch record. Watch record. Uh, Mr. Black just says, record. like that's it's, just yeah. the name. R E C. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Black says record was great. So it was VHS, VHS two actually. VHS uh, and VHS two was some fucking weird yeah. movies, dude. Those were <laughs> fucking weird movies, dude. Those gave me the ick. <sighs> it's it's just something about a story not making sense that just gets me. And not even not even that, right? Like there was there was sense to it, but like some of the fucking premises were just like. I that is the third one was ass though. The third one was dick, yeah. But like the first one, like the 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 alien scene, the alien scene, like I am a tough son of a bitch. M- Mustard and I both are. Uh Gibby, he's from Michigan. Um nah. <laughs> <laughs> the only uh, thing that scares us is cops, and that's <laughs> <laughs> So, so in the alien scene, like the flashing lights, Gibby would have already been the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. berries and cherries, berries and cherries, they're here. <laughs> like, you want to talk about master of disguises? We are those people. Fucking, like, like, remember they have that, like, that they get right when the aliens first the arrive. Last growl, yeah, dude. Yeah, then I, I could just see Gibby like, Bwah. that's different. Then the fucking <laughs> lights come on. Fuck. <laughs> just like yeah. well let's see what comes out of it i've so, never uh, seen a guy that short run that fast god damn maybe you act like i'm four foot three four foot five thank you i <laughs> uh, know uh, daddy the daddy scene was great in vhs too uh, i remember yeah, that that was really yeah. fucking that was really fucked up actually and uh, it gave me like skin crawlies with the whole like back yeah. scene that was fucked what is technically on that list? Because it had, or is that just different? It had found footage scenes. What do you mean? But it was in third person most. Which one? Sinister. Uh, no, 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 because that was, it, that was a completely narrative one. Yeah, that's. Narrative. I was kind of thinking that because I'm like, well, it had found footage elements, but it was mostly shot in like a normal was, camera view. So Ethan Hawke watching some stuff films on Reddit. That was not that bad. Oh. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. That that is one of the only horror movies that has actually scared me. I just had to make the joke. I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, That that is legitimately the only horror movie that has ever made me like, okay, I need to watch something happy and funny after this. You don't get the ick. Like, like, I get the ick a lot. But it has to be really good. That, I don't get it a lot just because I've been watching horror movies since I've been six. So... Oh shit! I was watching horror movies since I was like out of the womb, dog. Oh, <laughs> he was oh, born no. during Nightmare on Elm Street. No, literally though, like my, our parent, our our parents would take us. <laughs> it's inverted. It's inverted. <laughs> our parents would take us to the movies as newborns. Yeah, 
my, my brother our, saw Ghostbusters as a three year old, and uh, as a as a five year old, and our our middle brother uh, wasn't was still swaddled from the hospital a few days earlier when we went to go see Ghostbusters. Yeah, dude, it's been yeah. fucking crazy. But you know what? I I I get you though. It's it's a term of like it's it's a, it's like a desensitization, right? Like you kind of just like, yeah. Oh, you, no, it's, it's predictable. Oh, I know what's gonna happen. Oh, the plot twists are already apparent. Yeah, we have the, the same in the house. We have the yeah. same problems here. We do, but I mean, I still have fun with it. I still have fun or, with horror oh, movies. Yeah. Or, um, I mean, one scene that like I cannot watch all the way through because it just makes my skin crawl is the needle pit from Saw Two. Ah, um, yeah, I, ah. yeah. I can watch the rest of those movies, no problem. I can drink, eat, do whatever. I see that, and like, no. uh, see, I, I like that scene because fuck Amanda. Yeah, no, fuck Amanda. You know, all day. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really. Good. The, the the ones the one with the one with the hands you know where he's got to put the hands and the plates and then oh cut. yeah oh yeah oh, I, I can't can, do it can, hey dude speaking of saw look at joe in the chat look at uh, joe. joe is here that's a good thing though he helps loves, prevent growing into a snowflake he loves awesome. he loves saw movies he loves saws yeah uh, they are great. Ted Grill says, "Fuck that needle pit." Honestly, yes. No, I, fuck I, Amanda more though. Fuck that bitch. Fuck honestly. Amanda. She deserved it. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think I it's just it. the needles. Yeah. I didn't care who was having <laughs> to. Oh god, it was it's, it's such a strange issue. Just fuck Amanda, just yeah, seriously. Um, but let's uh, let's start let's, talking about Corella real quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, not pro Joe says my least favorite saw part was the rack. Which part? Yeah, which there's several. There's several racks. Like you're gonna have to specify. So rack of ribs. <laughs> the only one I can think of is the one with nice the uh, angel wings. Uh, yeah, well, and that's an unwinnable game, anyways. So, and that was an Amanda game. So, uh, Gibby, have you seen uh, Cruella? <laughs> Cruella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, so let's 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 get into it then. Uh, Mustard is the one who saw it today. So, Mustard, lead the lead the discussion, bro. Well, I love. Okay, first thing I'm gonna say, dude, I love the soundtrack. Okay, yep, soundtrack, soundtrack bomb. The soundtrack was just perfect, dude. It was so good. Even even the Beatles cover. I'm going to I'm going to give it a pass. I'm wow. going to give it a pass because you know what? It was placed in the right moment. You know? It was placed in the right scene, the right shooting, the, the, the it was like it was good. But uh, dude, I honestly I'm just you said dead man. You said that there was no SJW in it. And I said if there was, I didn't notice it. Okay, well, what do you mean? Where? What do, you, what do I mean? What would it? What do you mean? What do you mean? Okay, <laughs> well, the whole like manager thing, man. Yes, the whole an manager asshole. thing. Yeah, dude, but he stepped on her fucking hand when he was cleaning the ground. He bossed her around, like got tra- <laughs> like literally called her worthless and stuff. Like, come on, man. And like, again, it's West End it, London. It ran. It ran too long. It ran too long. Like, like it established the point, and then it just went a little bit further than it needed to. Well, again, this, it's it's West End London. Oh, hold on a sec. Not Pro Joe says the trap was called the rack. Twisted his arms and legs and hit until they all broke. Oh, that okay. one. Yeah, 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 that was that was okay. good. Okay, that one was that one was pretty fucked. Yeah, yeah, that was so a fucked. Who, who, who it happened to was what was fucked. Not that not the fact that it happened, but anyway, yeah. uh, 
the, the fact that this is all Western London in the 60s. And, and, I'll, like, and I'll take that point and I'll prove to you another thing. Most fashion people were women. Most most like fashion like store owners and stuff were women. So the probability of that guy being an owner of that store was probably not in West End London. It was pro- the probability is not there. It feels like it was just thrown in there and the scenes ran too long. It established the point with stretching. Are, are you, you're, you're talking about you're talking about Krilla's boss. Yeah. He owned a boutique. The boutiques were West End, dude. The, it was in West End London, dude. It was. Yeah, yeah. If you're not dressed a certain fucking way, you're not getting in. Like honestly, and and I think the way he treated her when he, she worked though, he didn't even treat anybody else like that. He didn't. Sh- it didn't show him being an all around asshole boss. He treated everybody just fine. And then once it got to her, he suddenly got all fucking. <sighs> like it was just dumb, dude. It was just fucking dumb, and it was well, and it was exaggerated, and it was drawn out too long. Well, I can That's agree it's exaggerated, but yeah. I'll- in my eyes, I'm not seeing the SJW stuff whatsoever. That's where I'm. Yeah. Okay, well, every, every man in the movie was either incompetent, an asshole, or an idiot. Every single male. What about the every guy who ran the store? Goddamn one. The 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 gay guy who ran the store was awesome. He was competent. He, he was androgynous. He was not gay. It was not confirmed. He was just an androgynous character. Okay. Um. So well, fine. He was he was still competent. And he was still he was still great. Mm-hmm. He was still intelligent. The butler that saved Cruella twice was incompetent. Tell it was competent, tell intelligent and kind. He was the only savior of the movie. It was because Cruella is not a good person. Jasper and Horace have always been fucking idiots. This is this is par for the course as far as the story goes. Jasper and Horace are morons. They always have been. In, in in the nineteen in the in the original movie in the books, Jasper and Horace are idiots, and Corella like the lawyer, the fucking two guys that the Baroness has at the fucking office. Oh, so you're you're fat and you're smelling like anchovies. Oh, you're you're your sales are this and you're an idiot. Like, dude, like what, dude? Come on, the lawyer got fired out of the fucking car. Roger, I still remember. Roger, yeah, felt sorry for the dude <laughs> because. Yeah. Again, dude, like he's because he, he was, was an incompetent male. That's the way. No, he because he was, he was incompetent. He no, because he didn't do what she wanted. He was. She wanted to make it a legal problem. He told her, "I don't think we can." Yeah, and then that's, he, that's not on, that's not on him. That's not on him. That's on her for being Look, a you shitty can argue, person. You can argue it as long as as much as you want, bro. But like, it's hold, there. Hold on, hold on. It's give absolutely me, there. Give me, give me yeah. weigh in on that. I, I think, like, yeah, most of the guys pretty much followed suit of how they were supposed to be. But again, there, I'm just trying to understand where the SJW stuff is. Just kind of reminds me of everybody going at everybody. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand where the SJW thing is coming in. That's what's racking my brain right now. Nah, I, don't I, mean, I, can, I can see it where a female has the higher up and higher power, and all the men are dumb. But if like Dead Man said, if we're gonna go off how they're supposed to be in other forms of you know other movies, they got they maybe got that's why cold. they picked this movie to make in a day of age like this. Maybe they thought it was like a perfect climate to do it and get away it with is. it. And it is, and it yeah. is because Cruella herself is psycho. They never paint her in a good light in this fucking movie. They kind of make you feel sorry for her, but at the same time, they never ever. No, stray. no, they don't. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's never stray. Yeah. Yeah, they never stray away from the idea that she is not a good person. 
She is not a good person. She's she's nuts. She's rude. She's insane. She's vindictive. And that's that's like like that for me was a main part of this. And uh, Teddy Duck Girl says, do they want people to feel sorry for her? I haven't seen the movie. No, at no fucking point do they make you feel sorry for Cruella. They literally are just, they, they literally tell the story that she is a fucked up person. Is there reasons for her to be fucked up? Yes. Are there enough reasons for her to be fucked up and you feel sorry for her? Absolutely not. I mean, the only, the oh, only no. really part that would make we got a bot. Hey, we, we got, got a bot. We got to ban somebody. We got a bot, everybody. Ban him. Yes. Ban him. Oh, that is a first. Oh, dude, they come around a lot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, when I'm streaming, I get. Yeah, we got a bot, dude. We got a bot, guys. We got a bot. Bend the fuck out of it. That is awesome. I I I can't from here. Look excited about that. I am. I know, right? He's all he's all rejoicing, and me and Gibby (laughs) are streamed on Twitch. We're just like, uh. (laughs) That means on Twitch, they see that bot, and they're like, oh. For for me, that just that just means we caught someone's intention. Yeah, Uh, they got. Got dead man. That's like, oh, a bot. This is happy days. Praise the shit. Praise the dollar man. We got a bot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, anyways, I, I look at I look at opportunity. I look at good things. So Miss Face says interesting because Maleficent. They try to make her. They try to make the audience feel sorry for her. Maleficent fucking sucked. It sucked. It is the worst fucking movie I have ever seen when it comes related to anything Disney. Well, that's why you hated and- so much because they did that. Because they did that to the Maleficent is evil. Period. That's it. End of fucking story. She's evil. There is there is there is nothing else to it. She's evil. But them trying to make this whole pseudo uh, RAPE story because I don't know if we can say it on Twitch, but that yeah, pseudo man. story. Um, you cannot say that on Twitch. Yeah, it was bullshit. It was bullshit that she's evil because a man broke her heart. No, Maleficent was born evil. She is evil. And and maybe that's why I like Corella so much because I'm so familiar with the character and the idea that they did, they never strayed away from the fact that she is a fucked up person. She's psycho. She is manipulative. She is vindictive. And uh, once again, I just, I do not see the SJW shit, especially considering that it's 60s West End London. I mean, I did a little bit. It wasn't too bad, but it was there. It was there. I didn't see it. It didn't didn't ruin the whole movie for me like it did in other cases. But um, like, yeah, it was there. I, I don't know. And I can't wait for I can't wait for DJ to come back so we can talk about that. Uh, Miss Faith says I really like the movies and fighting her in Kingdom Hearts was hard as fuck. Well, that's because she's evil, Miss Faith. She's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so what? What else about Cruella? Listen, let's, uh, let's let's go ahead and uh... no. But like my 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 favorite my favorite characters were the dogs. <laughs> Which one? Both of them, dude. They were so cool. The main dogs, not the fucking Dalmatians. Fuck the Dalmatians. I'm talking about the other ones. Uh, okay. The, the Cruella is my emotional yeah, support dog. And the buddy little and Wink, dude. Wall. Buddy and Wink. Buddy and Wink, yeah, okay. Wink was awesome. Wink was yeah, Wink, awesome. Wink, I, I, was the, Wink was the best part of the fucking movie. Uh, Nathan Obdock Scoop says, I'm tired of the only movies touching on mental health is when the monster has some trauma to create them. We agree, Nathan Obdock Scoop. That is complete fucking bullshit. That is complete oh, yeah. bullshit, especially in our book, especially since Mustard and I definitely suffer from, you know, mental illnesses. Gibby's from Michigan. Uh, <laughs> 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 what? 
That's a mental illness in itself. So, um, God damn it. I forgot what the fuck I was going Sidetrack. It can't just be somebody that wants to go out and do evil shit. They're like, oh, yeah. it's got to be something like a mental yeah. illness sort of thing that we could possibly fix. Get No, it can't. Dude's yeah, just no. whacked. Yeah. yeah. No, I liked Cruel. I liked the movie. It was, um, I mean, I wouldn't be watching it again, but it was decent storytelling. Uh, oh, that's what it was. That's what I was. Uh, so uh, the, the accent that Horace used is actually a, a send up to Bob Haskins, uh, who passed away a few years ago. Mm, okay. Bob Haskins, who plays uh, Super Mario, who was in Danny the Dog. Or, oh, uh, are you talking about the, that guy? Yeah, that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Well, that, thank you very much. You know that accent. You know he was in you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He played. Uh, he played Eddie Valiant. So oh, uh, that guy, he, yeah, the guy who played he, Mario in the Mario Brothers live version. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. his actual, he was a British actor, and his actual accent that 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 really gruff. Oh, thank you very much, you fucking prick. That accent doesn't exist anymore. So the guy that played Horace based his entire. Uh, vocal pattern off of Bob Haskins, like the passed away actor. In fact, there's even a throw up to Danny the dog, uh, or uh, Unleashed for the American audience. Uh, there's a there's a throw up to Unleashed in Bob Haskins when he uh, when the guy smacks Wink, goes that dog is like a son to me. <laughs> it's a throw up to Unleashed, who Bob Haskins raises Jet Li to be like his son, but is treated like a dog. So there was it was a throw up, and I, I was just like, "Did they really just do that? Mm -hmm. Did they really just reference Unleashed in a fucking Disney movie?" And like, yeah, I started looking it up, and I was like, "Wow, he did he did model after Bob Haskins." And yeah, Unleashed was a, was a throwaway reference. Nice. I thought that was fucking <clears throat> cool. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. So all in all, what did you think? Good movie. Bad movie. Yeah, I mean it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was it was well well put together. The the visuals and the cinematography were good, you know? Like oh, storytelling was great. Color palette was great. Yeah, good shit. The color palette is honestly what really interests me to interested me the most. Like when you when you're watching the movie, and when you when you see anything outside of Cruella's view, it's kind of mundane, it's really dank, it's really Londonish, you know what I mean? A lot of gray, <clears throat> a lot of you know, browns and pastel. But once you start seeing things from like Corella's point of view, or she's the main focus of the scene, there's so much more color involved. Yeah, I saw it the opposite. I saw it the opposite. When she's when she's mainly as Stella, that's when all yeah, the color Stella, is. Yeah. That's when all the color is happening and all the all the brightness and all that stuff. She's wearing the pink. She's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But when when she finally gives into Cruella, that's when all the mundane blackness and and dark gray tones came out. That's that's how it was for me. I'm gonna have to watch it again then because uh, that's how I saw it. Maybe how did you see it? I just I agreed with uh, mustard. Forgot his name for a second. Whereas like in the beginning or when she's ever Stella, mm -hmm. it's yeah. bright, vibrant. You can see all the different outfits being made in the back. Mm -hmm. Or you know you see people working in the back. Then when she's Cruella, just it, it kind of dims it down. The whole, like three the whole people. movie changes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It dims down to like closer up shots instead of wide, broad shots where you can get a, you know, a scene of the entire workforce. Where now it's just Cruella, Man. the boss, and the boss's little assistant thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it again then. So, yeah. Because that was that seems really a really interesting point. 
But uh, let's keep going so we can start finishing the show. And, of course, we have a tradition around here. We have a new number one. We have a new number one. It's the boys. Santa Dance by BTS has taken the, the number one spot this week. The boys week. are back. They debuted at number one. Good for them. We are really happy about them having Fuck so yeah. much success Fuck here. Fuck yeah. Uh, number two is Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo, which we did listen I'm to on the first show. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I fucking know. Stay by the Kid Lowry and Justin Bieber, who debuted at number three. Levitating by Dua Lipa. Number five is Kiss Me More. Six, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Uh, butter? Yeah, Butter, dude. <laughs> Fuck okay. yeah. I just... <laughs> that's a good song we heard it i know we heard it it's just it took a, it took a serious second i just like butter 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 Wait, what? what butter all right nobody <laughs> has the butter from how do we chance meatballs too you know uh, <laughs> yeah. eight is montero call me by your name by little non's x and uh, number nine is save your tears by the weekend and ariana grande and Hell 10 yeah. is deja vu by olivia Who? rodrigo Who? who's that paola i've on a paola Paola. Paola? Anybody? Paola? <laughs> Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to be taking a look at that at the post show. So uh, if you want access to the post show, you're going to have to join the Patreon, uh, which Gibby is a part of. Yeah. So uh, permission to dance by BTS. We'll be taking a look at that. Uh, we, we got one more story, but I'm kind of not sure how I want to if I want to cover it or not. It does delve into politics and uh, what's going on with the jab? So you know what? In caution, no. in caution, I'm going to skip it. No. I'm going to go ahead and skip That'd it. That'd be smart. That would be extremely. Be a, Don't want Twitter you. to get to you. <laughs> 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 Twitter is uh, a cesspool, and I love it. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's what it is. So we're gonna go ahead and skip that, though. Uh, I mean. No disrespect to DJ who puts who is who may be sick, but he's still putting the show together for us. Uh, but honestly, I, I just it's a little bit too touchy, and I don't want to I don't want to risk our streaming platform for that. But okay. let's go ahead and talk about um, mustard. We be wrapping it up already. Sorry, we're wrapping it. it. We're wrapping it. So mustard, tell them how to talk to us. Tell them about the, tell us, tell them about the socials. All right, VT Network number two. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, VTNetwork84 at gmail.com is the email. Uh, I stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard. It's been a little bit, but we're coming back. Don't worry. Um, that's it. Okay. Gibby, tell them where to find you. Well, hello. I am the podcast Addy, as you can see by this name right here. <laughs> I stream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday, Monday, we are starting the new show that I have started up. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, The Snuff Show, which I'm excited about because this is going to be a totally different show than what I'm used to, where I like to do just have a structure. This is going to be me right off the handles with a minimal structure. Nice. Oh, God. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I just find a game to play and just bullshit and talk with people. Yeah, we're gonna have to add each other on Steam now because I have a PC again. So fucking better. We can actually run some stuff. I yeah, told him. Actually... I told him you want to be. You want to get. You want to hang out with the boys. You got <laughs> to get a PC, man. That's just how we do it. Around I, re- here. I, I do. I do. 
I have a PC now. Good. So now I can insult like, you when we play golf. There's a yeah. There's my gaming yeah. mouse. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's fancy a, for a mouse where you just glorious need model O. It is a fancy it's a glorious mouse. model. It is actually a very fancy mouse. So thank you to Mustard for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gibby, you want to yes. help us uh, sell the Patreon, please? All right, I can try my diddly damnedest. So if you enjoyed the show you just watched, you could possibly see more by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash VTN network for $1 per month. You get the first blood tier name of choosing in the credits of every episode, which means whatever you want to be called, send it to them. You get we'll called. It. It. Yep. <laughs> and for $3 a month, you get the UAV tier name of choosing and credits of every episode access to the post show that releases every Wednesday in a minute with DJ. Whatever that entails, it's all inclusive. Yeah, yes. see if you want to know what's in it. Going to have to join. And for the whopping $5 per month, which I am a part of, get access to the monthly movie roast, access to the post show every Wednesday, name read out loud at the end of every episode, name of choosing and credits of every episode, stickers each month, a giveaway every three months, and a minute with DJ. And I will say I have got those stickers, and they are some of the... Ah, Love it. Nice. <laughs> beautiful, cool. beautiful stickers I have. They are littering my desk right now. Cool. And they will stay there forever. Good. I'm happy for that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, once again, patreon.com forward slash VT Network. And I do have the new batch of stickers in. I showed them on the pre-show. Should I show them now in the main yeah, show? Yeah, yes. All right. right. So, uh, here we oh, go. God, that's no. Jesus. Close. Oh, those are dope. I love yeah. it. So those are going to be going out tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. Um, so let me get you guys back. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> oh, we got the merch. Get the merch. And we got to get the merch out of the way. So if you want, if you don't want to do the monthly thing, you just want to help us out one time and make a purchase. So go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com where we have currently 10 designs, including the Watch Me Give a Fuck sticker, the VTN 70s Funk logo, the TV set, the Stranger VTN logo, our, our Xmas thing. So in case you want to get that out of the way. And I love I love embarrassing mustard because it's his own design. It's not embarrassing to me at all. It's it's so embarrassing to him. It's the What's Up Chuckle Fucks <laughs> design. And it is available on so fucking things. <laughs> T-shirts, hoodies, phone cases, those aprons, you name it, we fucking got it. And uh, once again, we don't make a lot of money off of this. We don't care about the money, so the prices are too high. Let us know. Thank you, uh, Well, well uh, gladly, uh, I, I miss what he did. He says he's just putting up his phone and says, join now. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Hawaiian, uh, uh, so yeah, vtnetwork.com. <laughs> Joe, Joe says, y'all need to coordinate for everyone to wear Hawaiian shirts next show. I'm the only one that has Hawaiian shirts. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> no, everybody's no, gonna go. I don't think I got any right. I have a grandpa sweater. I can wear. No, no. I'll get. I'll get a Hawaiian shirt. We we can do that. We can do that. So with all that said, though, uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just thank our patrons this month, which are Lofus, Hi, baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, Sherry Finks, Mister Blacklung, Gibby, the Lemon, Miss Faith, and Sue. You don't get a fucking thank you, Mustard. Piece That's of shit. Fine. I don't deserve it. I'm only in the $1. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> I still keep forgetting to cancel that, actually. 
Also, thank you to Paul Schroyer and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going, because honestly, without you guys, this show wouldn't exist. Thank you to Greg Runge for giving us the opportunity to actually stream, uh, although this is on my dime this month, but whatever. Uh, we He's going through a whole lot of stuff, and uh, I had to switch platforms completely. So it's not his fault. It's just a matter of two connections not meeting. But with all this said and done, we're going to go ahead and head to the post show. And uh, Gibby, you're you're more than invited to come hang out with us on the post show. I I hope he does because, like, honestly, we need the we need the diversity. (laughs) So no, it's not a joke. I'm being serious. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I thought that was like a we're two Hispanics. We need at least one white guy or a black guy. Can't just sit here being two two assholes. (laughs) One day he'll get it out. See, one day you'll figure it out. First, fucking two assholes here, just. yeah, we can't have that for the whole time. Two it's assholes, boring. and I'm the dick in the middle. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we're a Rick and Morty character, essentially. So anyways, <laughs> we're going to head to the post show and end this broadcast. Say goodnight, Mustard. Good night, DJ. Miss you, buddy. <laughs>